Boys out of college. Look, we started this thing right. We're going to end it right. We apologize for no podcast going into the championship week because it was the talking heads, myself, Ethan Rice. We'll get into it in a minute here. But E, off the rip, how you doing? Well, 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 man. Look at it, man. All I got to say is we've we've gone through a one to two week hiatus. And after that time, I have been crowned the champion, the rightful king of this league that that uh that meme i think chris sent was pretty funny when it's like the commissioner wins the league and it's like obviously it feels good for me to win it but there is a piece of me that's like yeah nobody really cares about this shit except <laughs> me. So, so there it is kind of like a love hate sort of thing but i i have finally won in the new era and i can finally say that i have something to play for in this league so i'm just proud about that you know there's obviously some statistics that I could ramble on and on about, but again, I think it's just not going to go over well with everybody. So I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to let the numbers do the talking. I think the stats, the statistic sheet that Spencer sent out today does enough talking itself. When playoffs come around, you get a, you get a different lickety split. So that's all I'm going to say, but well, we'll, we'll break, it. we'll break down the actual championship matchup a little bit later but you alluded to something we have spencer the statistician the uh vegas insider for the league spence is going to be joining us this entire episode by the way we're shooting from the hip here we have no idea who's joining how many people we might have 12 guests today we don't know but spence is going to be with us the whole time spank how you doing bro i'm great i'm great this league every year it grows stronger and stronger 2024 i expect nothing less but i'm a I think this we're having a finale episode, and I think this is going to be the finale to to a great season. And I'm I'm excited. This is going to be, be the finale, yeah. This is I mean, hey, we got. I'm, I'm excited just to see. This is and Trent Trent, you alluded to it. This is like we're just kind of figuring out as we go. But I think I don't know. I, I think that's what's going to make it special. So you know what? Right out of the gun, we got someone in the chamber right now. We got Kit Karch manager Mitchell Karcher waiting Bring backstage. We're going to let him in. He's in the room. Mitchell, <laughs> happy new year to you, brother. Happy new year, boys. Are we recording right now? Is this the pod? This is live. Okay, sweet, sweet. Uh, I didn't know when you guys were going to bring me in. I wanted to hear uh, I wanted to hear more about this dynasty thing and where people were uh, at with it. I kind of wanted to talk about some of the voting results. Why don't we do why don't we do Spence? You can give a brief overview of the of the statistics you found and then Mitchell can react. How's that? I like that. We can all react. So I say, yeah. was there? So Mitchell, you specifically just said you want to talk about dynasty to start with. Yeah, that's what I was okay. interested. in. Well, Mitchell, it sounds like you voted yes on dynasty, right? If I can, uh, if I can uh, assume. No, I voted no on dynasty. Oh, he voted if no. We can start the oh. dynasty this year. Then yeah, I'm all about it. So I will say, six out of seven voted no. So this does not seem like a very popular proposal, mm. at least for, for, as of right now. We've only had seven responses so far, but yes, 80, 86% have said they are not interested in the Dynasty League. It would potentially be interesting, but the people... Mitch, if we started that. the Dynasty League this year, your team would be cracked. That's what I'm saying. If we started <laughs> it this year, I'm all right with it. Yeah, I think I just think the whole format is going to be tough to shift over. Like even with a keeper league, it doesn't really seem like we're asking too much. But I just feel like getting people to change over to the new format. I think it's just like if it ain't broke, don't fix it, kind of thing. Yeah, well, also it'd be like 
all of a sudden the championships people are winning post dynasty are like completely different than the ones that have just been won. Also, congrats E on your win. That was fucking Trent, bro. I was rooting for you. <laughs> I was rooting for you so hard. Sorry, E, but uh, I want it's okay. It to I understand. A lot of people were rooting for Trent. It, was, it was a good job, though. It well earned. Well earned. Well earned. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Mitch. I appreciate it. Funny story. Yeah. Um, I'm at school. Um, like the first day back, and my coworker, we talk fantasy football a lot. And I'm like, dude, you got to see how this ended. I won it on a Tucker Craft three yard catch, and he was like. Bro, that's exactly how my league ended. And then we were like, Tucker Craft. <laughs> Here's the thing. Just there. just please don't please don't waste your money on a Tucker Craft jersey because that shit is There's disgusting. no way in hell I'm buying a Tucker Craft jersey. Because <laughs> some people made the comment in the group chat. I'll tell you right now, Ethan, if I see that you have a Tucker Craft jersey on, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. It's, I mean, he's not for even two reasons. It's double whammy for me because it's salt mm. in the open wound and it's a Packers jersey. Right. No, it, I, it, I do like the idea of getting a jersey of somebody on your team. I just don't know if anybody's been like holding up to that. Well, you also made what thirty-seven. You made you made thirty-seven moves basically transactions. So I don't yeah, really oh, know I mean, who you would. Who yeah, you that's would. what I'm saying. I'm trying to think somebody who had the most tenure at Lickety Split. <laughs> Did anyone who you drafted were they on the team by the time you won? Were there anyone that's no, on the team? I honestly, I honestly think Kyron Williams had the longest standing <laughs> stamp on my team. That, and I, hey, I, I was thinking about, about this too. Kyron Day, there was some people in the poll who um they they wanted to talk about the Kyron controversy in the beginning of the year. They were still thinking about that, Ethan. Why is that a championship? Because you shouldn't have had team. Because the waivers oh. go under draft order, so you got Kyron. So I was, was like, that? This, this is another thing I wanted to talk about. The last two championships have had a serious asterisk next to them. Before we can get something fucking actually rolling, bro. Because Kyron, I don't know. I I was convinced by uh, some other people in the league that that might have been a little bit bogus. But at the time. What was I? Did I think Kyron Williams was going to be the player that he was? It's not like I was plotting this like thirty point onslaught. I just like it was a simple mistake. I would it would have happened with any other waiver if somebody wanted him. Look, as someone as as, as the one who was literally fucked over the most by this, I'm fine with it because it is what it is. This league is corrupt, anyways. We all love each other. We all have little kinks every single year. Everyone wants to bitch about something every year. Look, when when it's a when it's a point when it's a three tenths game, I'm not gonna complain about Kyron Williams. That's all I'm saying. But hey, right. again, we'll, we'll break down the championship later. But Mitchell, I disagree a little bit. I don't think there needs to be any asterisk by this one. I think Ethan earned this. I think putting up 140 in the championship is pretty wild. But Mitch, is there anything else that you anything pressing, anything you want to bring to the table? This is your moment. No, honestly, I wanted to mention the asterisk thing. I just wanted the people bring. I just Hold wanted on, to bring Trent. Let me get a chance. To let me get a chance, man. Because now I right, see. I didn't want to talk much. I didn't want to get to. I didn't want to have to talk about my season so much because I, I I won the championship. I'm not trying to sit here and like gloat about anything. But if we're gonna bring up the good parts of my season, like the Kyron Williams like questionable waiver pickup, why don't we talk about <laughs> all the all the starters that got injured on my team throughout the entirety of the year? I probably had the most starters get hurt out of anybody. Like Tank Dell, Deshaun Watson, Mark Andrews. Kyron Williams was even out for like eight weeks. Like I straight up was just losing guys left and right. And these were my draft picks. 
So, like, if we're going to say, oh, you won the season because of one guy, half my team got hurt, like, throughout the entire year. I had to scrap for these random-ass dudes like Chris Rodriguez. Sorry, Spence. Um, Michael Wilson, who put up zero points. Like, I was playing guys that were trash. Tucker Craft. Yeah, it was Tucker Craft. Like, these weren't guys that I was just, like, finessing. Kyron Williams, sure. It was a, it was a good pickup. It, it ended up my way. It's not like I was plotting that. Like, I also made like 90 transactions. So it's like that's one out of 90 that hit. So there's also 80 of them in there that flopped is what I'm saying. Like if let's not just focus on the one part that went my way. You know what I'm Any saying? Price, you averaged like I, 145 to 150 throughout the playoffs. Like legitimately every week you were like the top scoring pretty much throughout all three waves of the playoffs. Yeah, and Kyron Williams is only scoring 25 of that. Right, like there's other players on the team. That's significant. So, I mean, <laughs> one right, guy. Yeah. Com- I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm just. I'm, hey, I'm willing, hey, I'm hey, willing hey, to defend it. Mitchell. Mitchell has a point. I get the point Mitchell's making. I don't vehemently disagree. I'm just saying, anytime we get this deep in the playoffs and it's decided by that few of points, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I, I will again. I know I keep saying this. We'll get into the championship game in a bit here, but. Mitchell, I get your point. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, is there anything else? Anything no. else you want to use to drive it home? No, no, I get Ethan's point too. Well earned. I'm just fucking around a little bit, but I did want to make uh, <laughs> make it notice. But I don't want to uh, spoil Thank the rest you, of the podcast for myself. I want to. Uh, I want to hear it tomorrow when it's uploaded. So I'll get out of your hair, and uh, I'm excited to excited to see how some of these votes fall. Thanks, Mitch. Hey. We'll talk to you yeah, soon. Thanks, buddy. Mitch. Mitch. Sounds good. Great season for you. Another playoff appearance. We love you. Thanks for appearing on the pod twice this season. You the man. Thanks, boys. See you later. See you, Mitch. Damn, coming in hot. First, first guest. I can't. I can't imagine there's going to be a lot more people that are going to, you know, come at me. Spencer, I, I think I texted. I don't know if it was both of you, but I was just like, I just feel like there's a, there's a piece of me that's going to get come after a lot on this podcast, and I'm and I'm here for it. I'm I'm ready to hear it, but um, you know that that's what comes with being on top. You know, you got to deal with all the people shooting upwards. So, well, let's do this. Why don't we do this? No one's waiting in the ranks quite yet, so we'll give everyone a few more minutes to come in if there is anyone else coming. Um, you uh, do you, do you want? Can we talk about the championship? Can we do it right now? I would lo- I would love to talk about the championship. Let's do it. Can I make my opening statement, and then I will let you talk for as long as you want? Yeah, go ahead. The second place. I'll get my silver medal first, I guess. I want to say first, congratulations to you. Um, I texted you this when it happened shortly before the ball dropped on New Year's Eve. But, of course, you know, it's nothing but love. Anytime you make a run this deep in the playoffs, it's all love. We're all boys. We've been doing this league for, you know, since we literally were boys. Now we're men. And there, Ethan, right. you know what? I actually texted this to Spencer as well when we were in the Final Four. But there's really – no one I'd rather lose to than than either one of you guys, but Ethan in particular. I'll, I'll I'll just say a quick piece because we had this idea to do a podcast and try to build this league up and make this one of the most dramatic, tumultuous seasons we've ever had, and I think it succeeded. I think it was a smashing success. Whether or not people had a good season with their team or not, you can't deny this was the most active the chat's been in years. And it was just so much fun to get everyone involved because we're all around the country now. But, you know, that's more of a podcast thing. Either way, it's fitting that it ended up being you and I in the final. And like I said, there's probably no one I'd rather have lost to. As far as the game goes, um, 
Would I have liked to see my team with Raheem Mostert and Keenan Allen? Sure, but I don't think that really, even if those guys would have played, I'm not sure I'm more confident that I would have even come as close as I did or won because James Conner went off for 29. Darius Slayton went off for 22. And those are guys that I probably would have played Conner. I would have sat Zeke Elliott. But regardless, I'm not taking anything away from you. I know those were the thoughts that initially went into my head was, if I would have done this or this or this, either. but then, you know, you sleep on it. And it's like, bro, you, you earned this. I got nothing but respect for you. I will say two quick things, and then I'll turn it over to you because I know everyone wants to hear what the champ has to say, the championship address. Number one, super proud of my Lions. Not only did they clinch the North a couple weeks ago, not only should they have beaten Dallas and Jerry's world, they came through for me in the championship in a week that they probably – shouldn't have, or at least weren't projected to, playing that number two Dallas defense. And Laporta met his projection. Amon Ross St. Brown went off. And then uh, David Montgomery was like within a half a point of his projection. So those guys showed up. They did their job. Um, unfortunately, it was Patrick Mahomes, who, you know, this was a motif all year. 16 points from Mahomes in the championship. That ain't great. Um, but neither here nor there. Again, I don't want to take anything away from Ethan. Ethan earned this. Not a single guy on the championship roster that he drafted. That's pretty remarkable. And by the way, I do want to say that that kind of speaks to how crazy this league is and how it's anyone's league at any time. Because, Ethan, you made all the acquisitions in the world. I didn't make a single trade. And you and I were in the final against each other, and it was a great – it sparks flu. It was probably the best final we've ever had, I would contend, a uh, .36 margin. So that's all. Congratulations to you. And uh, I hope you get all the confetti in the world. I hope you enjoy the trophy. Thank you. Thank you, Trent. And I, I honestly really appreciate those kind words. I There's a lot of me that just agrees with everything you just said. Like <laughs> the fact the, the fact that like, we, you know, we come on this podcast every single year or not every single year, every single week. And we're like, you know, like we're back. Like this league is like the thing, like this like leagues on the come up, like every week we're getting better and better. But like, honest to God, like this was the best season that we've ever had in terms of engagement. And maybe it's because of the podcast. Maybe it's just because now like we're physically further away from each other. So we're trying to, you know, keep in touch with the boys still. But overall, man, it was so fun to do this. And I just think all the little intricacies that were put in there, like the statistics, the rules meeting, like the Vegas odds of the playoffs, you know, just having people chime in and like everyone contributing. I think it was just a group effort. Like it wasn't just me and Trent doing the podcast. It was like you guys coming on to the podcast. It was like Spencer making the, or Vegas making the Vegas odds, you know, it, it's, it's just a team effort. And I think overall it's just like, you, you can't get better than this. Like this league truly is, it's the, it's with the best of them for a reason. I've always thought that like, our group of guys like could literally do like a show or something and it would be fantastic. But like, this is just a testament to how close we are and how fun we have together. But in terms of the championship, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to speak a ton about it cause I, I don't like to toot my own horn too much, but my, my guys just got the job done. Um, I was watching all of these games on the car ride home from Gulf Shores. So I had like about a 16 hour drive. So I was just watching on my phone, one o'clock, like four o'clock, eight o'clock games. And I remember after those one o'clock games and I was sitting in the passenger seat and I was, you know, my girlfriend, Katie was driving and I was like, Katie, there's one thing that needs to happen if I'm going to win. 
Patrick Mahomes needs to shit the bed and Jerry Judy needs to have less than five catches. And sure enough, Jerry Judy had three catches for 54 yards and Patrick Mahomes absolutely did not do what he needed to do. So by the way, two things that happened all season, by the way, to to different extents, Patrick Mahomes ended up being what the 10th best fantasy quarterback. And I picked him in the second round. I think I picked Mm -hmm. him like 18th overall. And then also Jerry Judy, if there's one guy on my team who I'm going to hate for the rest of my life, it's Jerry Judy. I picked him like, I don't know, fourth, fifth round. I, it balanced out because I got most certainly like the ninth, yeah. but neither here nor there. Jerry Judy needs a change of scenery. Kid's got talent, but him and Russ don't click. Sorry, E, go ahead. No, you're completely right. He does. Um, in succession to those four o'clock games, I was down by eight points going into Monday night or not Monday night, Sunday night football. And or not eight, it was like seven and a half. And I knew that Tucker Kraft just needed seven and a half points, which he's done the past couple of weeks. But when Green Bay started to get up early, I was like, there is a real chance that they just run the ball for the rest of the time. And it was really looking like that in the third quarter. And I remember I looked over at Katie and I was like, Katie, if he's going to get a catch, it has to happen on this drive or I'm going to lose this championship. And sure enough, he does that little, little out route. Boom, three yard catch. And that was the moment. Okay, that that was the moment confetti flew in the car, you know, whatever it is. But um, yeah, you know, Keenan Allen and Raheem Mostert were out for you. That's a very tough look to follow. And if I'm going to be completely honest, you know, Amari Cooper being out like an hour before the game happened, I was like, oh, shit. Like somebody who just scored 50 points the week before is now out, Who again, who was a lifeline for me. And it just worked out. You know, I had to play Sed Wilson, who ended up getting nine points. I feel like that was the story of that playoffs, where these random dudes I was throwing in, and it was just paying off. Sed Wilson got 9.7. DJ Chark didn't do anything. The one week I don't play Michael Wilson, he scores 15 points. Neither here nor there. Trent, I – so you always sit after the game, and you're like, if I would have just done this, if I would have just right. done this, if Keenan out and – Trent, I, I want to say something, and I don't know if it's going to make you mad because this is all out of respect. But the first thought I had after this was over is I was like, from a guy from Trent who truly lives and dies by the Lions, died by the Lions. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. By yeah. not playing the Lions defense. That was a tough, and I knew that you also saw that. And I was just like, dang. He rode the Lions all year, and then the one week he sat the Lions defense was the week that it mattered the most. Yeah, well, I didn't I didn't bring that up because I, I like yeah, you're right. If I would have played the Lions, yeah, I would have beat you by 10. But I just yeah. here here's the thing though. I, I didn't and I don't say that to be facetious. I'm just saying, like, I made a logical decision, which is ironic to your point, because I am never lie, I'm the most illogical person on the planet. I well, I, Trent, I would have made the same decision. I, I shoot from the same look, thing. Here's the thing. Dallas was the number two defense. They got the, they're, they're undefeated at home. They got Dax, CeeDee Lamb, all this bullshit. Lions are the number 26 fantasy defense. I kind of made it to where I was the championship yeah. in spite of the Lions defense in some ways, right? And I'm just thinking championship weekend, even to your credit, I mean, you called this weeks ago. You were like, hey, that championship game is when the Lions play Dallas. I don't know if your guys are going to show up. And obviously you were referring to like St. Brown and Laporte and Montgomery and you know, the, the, which the whole, they did show up the whole nine the yards. Part. It's just, it, it's 
So, yeah, I go to the waivers and I pick up the Raiders defense against your Colts. And I'll be I'll be real quick. I know this is super inside baseball and no one really cares about this. But the reason I went with the Raiders is because they're playing the Colts. And you had Minshew and Taylor. So it was a it was a big swing, but it was kind of yeah. a double whammy. I was like, you know, if they shut down, if if they force a fumble on Taylor or they, you know, pick off Minshew a couple times, I can force multiply those points. That's why I went with the Raiders. And yeah, um, yeah, it ended up being the wrong decision, obviously. But to your point, I mean, anytime you're in a game, any game, let alone the championship that's decided by less than a half of a point, you think about so many things. Like, God, mm-hmm. David Montgomery got tackled a couple times in the backfield. I'm like, if he just didn't lose three yards, yeah. I might have won, you know? Literally. And then, and then, then you think about Mahomes. If Mahomes would have completed one more pass to Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. I probably win. You know, so it's just – but, again, it speaks to – it's not like anyone got robbed. It speaks to the parity of the league and how awesome this league is and how great fantasy football is and how great football is. So am I losing any sleep over it? Of course not, because I know that a good man won and the best team won, and it's great. But, uh, you, yeah, e, you're right, man. There's a lot of things that you can look at and be like, if I would have just lived and died with the Lions, which I had done all season, mm. I'd be just fine. We'd ha- be having a different conversation, but not so. Um, before – we let you have a little last word on your championship run. We have someone waiting in the ranks, but I want to, I just want to throw that out there. Is there anything else you want to say about your championship experience? Yeah, I'll, I'll close it up with this. Um, obviously it was a storybook ending, you know, it, it would only make sense if me and Trent played each other in the final. And part of me wants to also apologize for not getting an episode out like in the middle of that week before the championship actually happened. I think that we did try. A lot of we tried. We, we tried. Try. I was with some family. I know Trent was a little busy too. It was just hard to get some, find some time, but I, I did feel bad about that. But listen, I, I'll close it out at this, man. I got to talk my shit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Vegas had me in at the second to worst odds. And you know what? Even after those odds were posted, I think I had Jack and Trevor saying that. Why wasn't this guy the <laughs> lowest on the tier list? And you know what? All I did was absorb it put it into my team and look where we're at now. So somebody's got a ring and somebody doesn't. That's all I'm going to say. So all I got to say is whoever bet on me is a rich man. (laughs) 140.36 points in the championship to bring it home. Well done, Ethan. Spence, before we let in our next guest, I want to give you the floor real quick to talk about the odds and what kind of what you're hearing about who, who lost money in Vegas this weekend. I think, well, heading into the game, it was, because Ethan, I mean, the last three weeks you've outperformed. I mean, you have been red hot these three weeks. That's the thing that I think, like, heading into it, you were kind of, I mean, you were a middle-of-the-pack team, but you, I, it's a testament to your philosophy. You picked up the guys who you thought would be there at the end of the year. And I remember you mentioned something, too, in the pod before the playoffs began. You said, I want guys who maybe not, aren't necessarily on the best teams, but on teams that they need to win. And I know those guys are going to perform in fantasy. And that turned out to be the correct philosophy mm-hmm. toward the end of the year. I mean, this is speaking of our matchup. You made, I mean, Chris Rodriguez, that was a crazy pickup. That was that, like Amari Cooper, I was like, whatever. But Chris Rodriguez makes me stay up at night. I have a hard time sleeping with <laughs> that guy. Honestly. Yeah, he's a young but cat. Then, he had to show what he had in store. Two touchdowns, two touchdowns for the fucking commander. So, I mean, like, that's the thing. But that, I think that. The testament to you week in, week out, even into the year, and getting guys who you know are going to be ready for the big battles. 
So I did, I think the best team won. You went off every week of the playoffs. Like there's no, you know what I mean? You scored like you averaged like 150 probably, 145. So yeah, and I didn't want to mention that, but if anybody was like, because you know, obviously I came in, there was a lot of speculation about my strength of schedule. I think I had like one of the lowest points against in the whole season. A lot of people were saying that I never like played anybody. You know, I literally almost didn't make the playoffs with with Philly. And I think like the boys in the locker room just heard it, internalized it, and turned it around. So that's all I got to say. I, I'm glad that I won the way that I did. If if I would have won any of those playoff matches, like 95 to 90, I don't know if I would have been as satisfied with it. But I can truly sit here and say, like, I scored a good amount every single week. So that's that's you sure all did. Out. And here's the thing, Ethan. Everyone can do whatever they want to try to poke holes in your in your championship but it's a championship nonetheless and you you get the last laugh on everybody's ass whether you're the commissioner or not so congratulations to you again and with that we have to welcome in a very special guest <laughs> manager slash governor slash coach slash general manager of the flying dutchman we have mr nathan willett here nate from his uh, you bought that apartment correct i did yes yeah boo Nate is in Let's his palatial estate. Oh, yeah. How Nate, doing, how boys? are you, brother? Happy New Year. How you doing? Happy New Year to all you as well. I'm doing good. How are you, boys? Good. Good to see you, Doing Dutchman. well, bro. Oh, yes. I, we under, we hey, understand just, that you have some things to say to the boys here, Nate. Hey, well, first off, I do just want to say congrats to the new champion, uh, Ethan Risinga and Lickety Split, you know. Unfortunately, you know, I'd rather see the Dutchman up on that podium, but you know, it's it's good. To, I guess it's good to see the commissioner finally get one after all these years. You know, Nate, I feel like listen, man. I, when I won, I, I like I specifically remember a conversation that we have had in the past where we've talked and like we're like, yeah, like I feel like we're both pretty good at fantasy, and you like have three rings already, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty good at fantasy, but like. But, like, we both just had that heart-to-heart -heart where we're like, Ethan, like, you just don't have any rings. Like, you don't have anything to show for it. And so, like, after I went, I feel like I got some of that self-satisfaction. Where I'm like, now that I have a ring, I feel like I can say that I'm pretty good at it. Hey, hey and, you're, you're forever in the exclusive club now. You're a champion. Yeah. It's an exclusive club, but it also comes with the the speculation, the the knocking on the doors, the hate mail, whatever you want to call it. So Nate, I uh, I appreciate you coming in, and I appreciate the the Thanksgiving. There will be a parade coming soon, and the Willets are actually hosting it. Um, oh, so you know it's about <laughs> it. I love it! I love it! News to me, but I love it. So you know, there's about to be hors d'oeuvres out the ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> but wow. thanks, Nate. It, it was a good season. It wouldn't it wouldn't be a Nate call without him saying something about the Dutchman should have being somewhere up top. Hey, so, you know, I right when I hop in, I, you know, I heard a little bit of conversation there about Chris Rodriguez, and you know, I just have to say, if Brian Robinson was wasn't hurt, uh, yeah, that wouldn't have been happening. So, hey, if my aunt had a cock, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I, I might edit that out. That was not very in taste, but hey, <laughs> I, like, I like that. I like that. We're shooting from the hip this episode. Uh, that's that's how we roll. Nate, is there anything, any big picture points that you wanted to make about this season? When you look back at the season of 2023-24, 
in boys out of college. What what would you how would you describe the year? And is there anything that you wish had gone differently other than your team losing? You know, yeah, I think I feel like we've touched on this throughout the year. I think this was one of the best overall years we've had in this league. Just competition. Um, I heard you guys talk about the engagement with everyone. It's um, it's really just been a really special year, I feel like, just from start to finish. And um, yeah, I believe this was 10, 10 years, I believe, total for since we first started this. And uh, I'd say that was a pretty good uh, 10th anniversary of the league this year. Oh, yeah. So yeah, how many years, yeah. how many years was it? How many years is it like in the new era of the 16 man, Spencer? Like how many? So I, like, everything that I can go back on the, on the app or the NFL, they, they have it for six years. So we can go six years back. So I guess 2018 is probably the last year. And yeah. didn't so we like use, I, I believe, didn't we use the ESPN app one of those years? Not, not one of those years, but before that, didn't we use that for a year? And then we switched over yeah. to NFL and we were good. Yeah. I think so, Nate. Help me remember, but in the in in the original inception of this league, did we start as an eight man league or was it a ten man? I I joined. I think it was our freshman year in high school, and it was ten. And I only remember using the NFL app. I don't ever remember ESPN. So unless you guys have did, I know for a fact we we did one one in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. I think I joined freshman year, so I might not have been part of the original. I feel like in those first few years, we like, I feel like it went from eight to 10 to 12 and then to 16. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel and, like we ever look, hit. 14. By the way, it has not been smooth sailing through this whole journey. This league's been through a lot. We've had some people come and go in this league. I'm not going to name names. We've had some very shady under the table handshakes made, some <laughs> shots fired. Look, this league, we even took it. Hell, long after the internet was invented. We did. We had the genius idea of like, hey, let's do an offline draft. We did that on a whiteboard in Spencer's basement one year, and that was a lot of fun. I'm just saying, this league Talk has about had corruption. a lot of – the highs have been very high, the lows have been low, but hey, the motif, the theme, if you will, stays the same. Hey, we're all just having fun, and this was a prime example of it, Nate, so you're exactly right, and as one of – I don't know if you're technically an original member. I don't know if I am either. I have no idea. But, um, you know, the OGs know who the OGs are. So, Nate, if there's anything else you'd like to say, I will give you the floor, my brother. Well, first, I just want to say, I mean, talk about the in-person draft. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was the birth of the feeling, wasn't it? It was, yes. Okay, so we had that. We had Eli that Manning. Is is Eli Manning apparently came <laughs> out of the bathroom, you know. So that was, that was a little interesting, but – no, I, okay. I need a. Wasn't there? Wasn't there something that happened at that offline draft? Was there two offline drafts, or was there just one? I think we did because I remember. I remember. Was it one specifically? I forget if it was Trevor or Gavin, but somebody was like upset on a phone call because their timer ran out. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. And 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 Spencer was at the front of the room conducting everything. He was like, "You lose your pick. You lose it." Yeah, <laughs> of course, this man Spencer was such an instigator back in the day. Dude. We gotta keep rules. We have to keep order, or else what are we doing? Exactly. Hey, hey the leader with guest appearances on the podcast at number three is Spencer. So he's still an instigator. Once an instigator, always an instigator. Spencer's like the producer of this show. 
basically. I need drama. It gets, I get bored too easily, guys. Spencer, in full transparency, yeah. Spencer's the reason we're doing this right now. He texts us early today. He's like, hey, you guys want to like do an end-of-the-year wrap-up? And Ethan and I were like, yeah, sure. But it was this was Spencer's <laughs> idea, so... <laughs> Bro, no, I, I just wanted to because I mean I love this pod this whole year so much and so I wanted just uh we had the time well, bubble yeah it's been such a special year mm. hell yeah cherry on top Spence credit to you Nate thanks so much for joining us and uh taking some time out of your busy busy schedule we wish you all but the best in 24 and uh another great season for you Nate another consistency just death taxes Dutchman makes the playoffs. Hey, that's what we do over here. You know, we'll, uh, we're going to regroup this offseason. We're coming back next year stronger than ever. <laughs> All right, Nathan. We'll see. We'll see. Nathan Willett. Nate Dog, everybody. Cheers, brother. Yeah, All right, next Nate. we've got – we already have someone else in the chamber. We have none other than playoff qualifier, Chicago resident, Hyde Mr. Moon manager, Mr. Jack Gamini. Oh, we're going to throw Jack in here. Oh, he is no. there. He's got the skyline in the background. Of course, he's wearing a suit and tie. He's got the hand. Oh! Yeah, he's ready to go. Yo, what's, what's up, up Jack? What's up? What's what up, up, dude? Ethan, you are in a very uh, respected crowd now. You get invited to all the special <laughs> events now. And honestly, like, Trent, like, that was a tough way to go, bro. I, and I also know Nate was fucking pissed about losing first round. I know for a fact <laughs> he was pissed about going out first. But uh, what's yeah. up, fellas? Hey, Man, Jack. What, we're doing something I want to say to Jack real quick. Jack, um, as much as I hate your Michigan Wolverines, I will say you were the first person I thought of when they beat Bama. So congratulations to you on that. I hope it was a great New Year's Jesus. Eve for you. I hope Washington kills them. I don't think they will. I think you're going to win a national championship. But, hey, we'll talk about that another time. But how was your New Year's Eve or your New Year's Day, I guess, watching your alma mater beat Bama and now they're in the championship? They won the Rose Bowl. I mean, yeah, no, we had a good time. It was like <clears throat> that. I mean, that game was close as hell. And we had like um, we went to this bar in Chicago and it was like me, Rob, Trev, Mitchell, uh, so we had a we had a little squad there holding it down, watching the game, and I mean it was a good one to watch. Uh, was smashed from the night before, but we got right back on the train. So we had a couple <laughs> drinks and then watched Michigan uh, catch a couple dubs, smoked a celebratory joint, you know. Kept how it was, uh, kept how, it real cordial. How was how was Trevor after that loss? Was he? Mm-hmm. I, Trev and I made a pact that no matter what happened in that game, that we couldn't be like obnoxious with each other. So I think he was just like a little gentleman like move. A little quiet after the game, but like I wasn't like up in his face, like spreading and shit. Like, to be honest, I was expecting more out of you in the chat. To be Me honest. too. That's what that's what I was going to ask that. Like, is that why there was no obnoxious vintage Jack Gamini, like all caps? I mean, I guess James like. Man. I feel like, yeah, maybe that played like a little bit of a part in it. But like, also, do you see how much is left in this Hennessy bottle? Like the rest of it was New Year's Eve. So (laughs) (laughs) like I wasn't in any shape really to like be getting all, uh, you know, confrontational and stuff. But the voice was just staying quiet that, (laughs) that night. But, you know, we celebrated accordingly. The voice. Hey, believe me, Jack, as far as the levels in that hen dog bottle, I've been there. Uh, I want to ask you this, though. 
I want to give you the floor for anything you want to say, because obviously you're here for a reason, if no other reason than to at least congratulate Ethan. But is there any thoughts you have on this most recent incarnation of this league? No, I think um, I think Ethan, to be honest, I don't think there's there might be like one person that wanted you to win that national uh, title. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you stood on business and you got you took care of it. So. Um, I mean, you always get respect for that. And I like the fact that it was by 0.36 points is crazy. That's crazy. Um, I remember when I got my first ring, bro, like I won my like, <laughs> 50. So it wasn't even anything like that. But no, I mean, it's a uh, I mean, I feel like you run in the league for this amount of time and then finally getting getting that on your belt is uh, it's got to be a good feeling for you. And yeah, I mean, congratulations. It's uh yeah i was a rune for you but you know what you got it thanks man i appreciate it i understand the the people not rooting for me i think i think trent is a hometown favorite for a lot of people and trent trent's definitely a people's person like the blue collar kind of guy that you want to root for so i i understand that but jack i appreciate the respect nonetheless from champion to champion i i uh i, I give you the head nod on that but uh yeah, man. Cheers to your Hennessy bottle. Um, cheers to Michigan. Go blue, obviously. Yeah, go blue. We're going to be rooting together um, in that national championship. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, what? so, Jack, in terms of, like, the league, I feel like we've kind of asked uh, people that have come on this, but, like, what do you think about the state of the league and the direction that it's headed? Is there anything specifically that you think you would like to see different next year? whether it's like has to do with the like actual logistics of the like fantasy league, maybe it's the podcast, maybe it's like something else that we add. Is there anything that you would like to see differently moving on next year? Did you, have you guys gone through the uh, form that Spencer sent out already this morning? The no, we can do that right now. You want to do it with us? No, we don't. No, I mean, I not unless somebody's waiting. The, no, no the, one's waiting right now. It's all you, brother. Let's do it. I feel like we might it. as well right now. Okay, let's yeah, let's run it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, I guess what do we want to start with? Do you just want to go top to bottom from what I sent out? Well, like, Ethan, to answer your question real quick, I feel like this year went really smoothly, so I honestly don't think anything drastic needs to change. And if bearing the burden of doing the podcast is too much, like, don't feel like you guys got to keep doing that. So, I mean, I felt like this year went really smoothly. Uh, honestly this was this because remember last year how i would like send out the email yeah honestly i I bet you that was that was more probably right yeah that's what i was gonna say that was actually more work than doing this i feel like people are even more engaged with this so like that that's awesome to win-win there for sure yeah Hey, Spence, if you want to go through that form, why don't we just do – you don't have to bore everyone with, like, the numbers, but just go through every team and, like, say what stands out with each team. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. So let's start with – let's start with, I guess, anything – we start with best manager. So from what I saw – and we have one more person just put in a vote recently, but let's see. So we had – I had the most votes. I don't – I didn't vote for myself. Hey, either. I didn't vote hey. for <laughs> then we had we had one for we had one for Jack, one for Juke. We had one yeah, for Nate Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Nate definitely voted for himself too. No, I voted for Nate. I did vote for Nate. And then we oh, had sure. one. This person definitely voted for themselves. We had fucking Clark. He said he was the best, which is <laughs> definitely Cav. That no is question. not true. 
And then we had one that said definitely not Brad, which I think we all can agree on that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that that was best. Overrated. Wait, how many votes did you have, Spence? I had three. And then everyone And you didn't vote for yourself? Mm Mm-mm. Oh damn! That's actually some that's some camaraderie right there. Damn. <laughs> I I don't. Hey, that was very. Hey, I've never won though. I've never even been to a final, so it's hard to say I'm the yeah. best. I've never. I've never have a ring. But respect. Same. I do. I do take it. I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy it. It's nice to. The people's the that, people's champ. I'm the people's, people's champ. champ. Yeah. Head up, champ. Hey, hey. Soon enough. Soon enough, a ring's coming my way. But it's got to be consistent. All right, but overrated. I want to hear what you boys think about this. So we had a three-way tie. We had three guys have two votes. We had Nate with two votes. David with two votes for overrated. And Hyde Mr. Moon Manager, Jack Avini, with two Whoa. votes. Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. The people have spoken a little bit. I want to say this. Hey, hey, I want to give Jack a chance to defend himself, but I'll defend him first because if you make the playoffs five out of the last six years in this 16-team format, you're not overrated. And you've right. won a championship also. So anyone who put Jack, you're a hater. Maybe this yeah, year, like, it, like it was, if it was for this year, then like I could, I could probably see that. But like, yeah, I'm the stats don't lie, oh. right? Wait, the <laughs> narrative, the narrative with Jack's team this year was hilarious. Can we talk about that for a second? The fact that Jack look was at, look at him now, bro. Look at him now. It's like he's been riding his team <laughs> all year, and now he's like, yeah, I could see why he thought I was over it. <laughs> no, I know, but it just it, it was funny because it was like Jack would win games like seventy nine to seventy, and I put him in the throne room, and either be like. What are you talking about? This dude is a fraud. It was just great. I'm here to defend Jack as well, by the way. I want to make that very clear. Like like you said, five of the last six years and a championship. Like there's some people that like haven't even made a playoff yet. Yeah, like are these are these people drunk? Who's who's voting for this? (laughs) The people I I, I I don't agree with it either. Every season I get in character, though. Like, let's be real. Once the season's over, things go back to normal. I'm Mr. Moon. Yeah. He 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 plays 15 weeks and then he's he's out. <laughs> Your alter ego. <laughs> he's the spaceman. He gets he suits up for 15 weeks a year, and it's uh it's a hell of a ride when it happens. But that's 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 pretty remarkable. I I will say this: the the Nate thing is not surprising. Let's talk about the Dave thing. For a second, I found that I was surprising. He's actually that. finished pretty well in most of these years. Yeah, the numbers the numbers speak for themselves. By the way, I'll say this: it was kind of funny how he started someone inactive in the playoffs and then ended up losing, and everyone was like talking shit about it. And then he said, "I was at practice," and we just forget that like someone in our friend group is. <laughs> Yeah. Is like is like a very good hockey player on a top is ten going team in the to the country. league. Like like Maine is nationally ranked. If any of you are listening to this and you don't understand that, like go look it up, bro. Like Black Bear Nation. That's all I'm saying. So Dave kind of puts us into place a little bit. We're I, like, that's what I'm saying. Fantasy I'm, football, and he's like, bro, I'm about <laughs> to have a meeting with a. Arizona Coyotes right now. Like, what are you talking? Like, he's like, his full time job is about to be a professional hockey player. And we're like, bro, check your fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're exactly right. I just wanted to put that out there for the sake of exactly what you just said. It puts us in our place. Like, I'm sitting here in my apartment in my sanitarium with all the white walls everywhere, and I'm watching Thursday Night Football. I'm like, oh, that's nice. David started someone inactive. And then I'm like, oh, shit. He was at practice. Because he's <laughs> trying to move up in the world. 
But nonetheless, Jack, I want to give you or, or Spence, you got to keep going, right? Yeah. Okay, we knew that. Worth. If, the, hey, if somebody wants to, if, if somebody's trying to hop in though, Trent, like just let me know. <clears throat> okay. There's no one right um, now. We'll yeah, Spence, 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 dude, yeah. can you do um uh, uh biggest trash talker? All right. <laughs> yeah, that you know who's gonna win that. Jack, Jack, you won that one. You had four or five votes, and then Trevor and Ethan both had a vote too. So really, yeah, yeah, you got a vote. No Mitchell, which I was a little surprised by, but or Clarky. But, uh, yeah, we got we got a couple of trash talkers on the pod. Ever, Jack, ever you since the Thursday night incident, Clarky's been very quiet. Yeah, look, <laughs> it's all relative, right? It's what people know. Yeah. Jack, your trash talk is also very tasteful. It's always very. <laughs> It's always very fun. I don't think I've ever I'm, – I'm honest to God, I don't think I've ever read a Jack text in the fantasy football chat and not, like, chuckled. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Jack, I Jack puts on the villain mask every single year. Like, I feel like he puts himself <laughs> – like, he is the villain. Like, Jack, I, and maybe I'm wrong, but do you have any, like, allies in this league where you're, like, actually kind of chopping it up with somebody? Or is everybody just, like, out to get you? I mean, yeah, I feel like – that's the the uh, latter is probably a pretty more accurate statement because every time people hit me up to trade, I'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" Or like put on blast, or like, and I never like really request to like trade people, like. So I feel yeah. like I kind of just like solo dolo it and just like. And <laughs> it's worked. It's worked. <laughs> yeah, I'll say yeah. this one. Of, one of my favorite texts that we got in the chat from anyone this year was when. It was one of the early episodes. Ethan threw Jack in the doghouse, and Jack came came in hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack came in hot with like a. He, Jack wrote a novel. He was like, "Do my ears fucking deceive me?" With like <laughs> sixty laughing faces, and he goes, "I'm in the throat." Because I think it was when Jack beat Ethan, and Ethan still put him in the doghouse or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So that was yeah, it was a week one. That was <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. Dude, they uh, said Doja, Doja Cat whispering in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much of that Hennessy bottle is gone before that text. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was hilarious, bro. I was so shook when I heard that on the podcast. So I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Oh, damn. Well, Jack, I will say this. You know, I mean, I understand this probably comes across as we're just like stroking you here. But as someone who is an OG, someone who is a champion, someone who is, you know, made the playoffs this year, someone who's very active in the chat. You are the voice, without a doubt. So thank you for all that you do. Spence, you can keep going if you want. But, it, Jack, it looks like you might have somewhere to go unless you just got home. I don't really know what's going on. You're wearing business attire right now. Yeah. I just got home. I just got home. Okay. <laughs> nice. I, I, don't, I don't got nowhere to go. All right, Spence, keep moving. Let's okay. Roll. Okay. Next. We had worst. I think we all Rob got four, Nor with two, Nate with one. So that was a spiteful. <laughs> I wonder who put that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Brad, Brad with one, who hey, statistically he is the worst. But yeah, I think we gotta start acknowledging the fact that Brad has had like the most worst seasons out of anybody. Like dude, it's awful. He, His average range he doesn't, is he doesn't get enough trash. He doesn't get enough. And it's because he probably just stays in his own lane. He's just like a nice guy, which obviously we love and respect that about him. But let's call a spade a spade, man. Like, 
his average ranking is like 13. I want to defend Brad for a quick second. I'll make this very quick because obviously there's not a whole lot of material to defend Brad with. But I do. <laughs> Cole, Bar- I do Cole Barron's remember, Man of the Year nominee. I do yeah. remember in Matt Ryan's MVP year. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Brad had Matt Ryan in his MVP year. And he was one of the, that was probably the year where I swear he was probably the first one to miss the cut because he was like scary every week. You didn't want to play Brad because Matt Ryan was putting up like 45 fucking points a game, throwing to Julio Jones. And and I don't even, I couldn't even name a second receiver on that team because Roddy White was gone already. But hey, I'll give Brad credit. I mean, he's drafted okay year in, year out and everything. It just, it seems like it's always something with Brad's team. He's also switched names throughout the years. Remember, it was Boogs Ballers and it's the Ligers. Yeah. There's a lot going Prestige on worldwide, but I will say this though, as well, as someone who probably wins and loses with the most class in the entire league, there's no one out to get Brad. I think we'd all love to see Brad in the playoffs next year. Correct me if I'm wrong. I would love to see Brad break the streak. It kind of be like the lions winning in the North this year or something like that. Everyone. I mean, they should throw a parade Spence. I think so too. And I mean, like, I didn't know about it until this year that Brad's team was so awful. So like, that's what, like, to your point, like, we kind of he is under the like the radar most of the time. But now it's a thing. Now we all kind of yeah. know about it. So now if he <laughs> don't, if he sucks again, it's gonna be so funny though, because now everyone knows about it. <clears throat> the thing that makes me laugh the most is the fact that I know he cares about this, oh. and like I know that after he loses, he's like actually like mad about it. And like, I want, I just want someone, I want to hear him say something or like, I want to see him type something because I know he's like, just after all these games he's losing, after all this flack he gets, he's just like, <laughs> you know, and dude, like, he was I, so, I talked to him after that game. Cause remember he almost made the playoffs. Like he was, he was beating, I forget who he was playing, but he was beating whoever he was playing. And if he would have uh, the last week and he would have won and made the playoffs, if he would have won, I was playing Trevor. Yeah, and he Trevor, lost like by like five because Will Levis came down the field. <laughs> like, that was that Miami Tennessee game. It was like that Monday night game, and, uh, dude. I was texting that him, game was so told, cursed, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> that, that, was that so game cursed. ruined him and you, Ethan. That was a crazy game for you as well. But Brad I got just, so lucky in that game. Yeah, yeah, Brad. Brad just told me that he was like legitimately like stomping around, like so pissed. <laughs> Because he just has, and he had never. He just wanted to make the playoffs just to get that monkey off the back. But I don't know. I it's kind of hilarious his, to me. And then his team went off. Like if he would have made the playoffs, like he would have won the first round. He, I think he even might have won the second round, bro. But like, yeah, he went off in the playoffs. Like legit. Yeah, he he kept telling me that when I saw him during the playoffs. He's like, dude, my team is going off right now. He's like, I'm so pissed. Oh, <laughs> uh, so my inches, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Hey, Brad is LeBron in Cleveland the first time around. Now he's about to go to Miami. He's about to find his footing, and then may- hey, look, Brad might rip off three titles in a row here. We'll see. We'll see. Because I, I I believe in you, Brad. Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Excuse me, Colbaron's Man of the Year. <laughs> so that's but him only getting one vote too kind of speaks to that as well right he only has one worst vote rob with four i mean rob, i think that's the easy vote just because he was so bad this year and he's been he's been pretty bad consistently he has made the playoffs though so you got to give him that this is this is yeah. this is what his second year in the league no he's been in it like every year we've done it i, I actually didn't know that like every of the six wow. years no, I've been back, no, rob no, in no. He's, rob's only been in for like two years three years Dude, i looked back every year there was either rick dalton or like rob Golkowski. I swear. Yeah, no, no, no. He's back. been in it from the jump. 
Yeah, he, he must have joined late really? high school. Oh, no, not yeah. not from the jump. I don't I, look. I'm not trying to take anything away from Rob. I just remember when he joined. I think he. Yeah, it must have been in late high school or early college. Yeah, but I think because our oh. first year is 2018, so it would have been the, our freshman year of college. So I think that was the year he joined. Yes. Okay. That school. sounds that sounds right. So he's had six years. So we have a we have a a pretty big sample size for for Rob, and it's been hasn't been great so far, but. I don't know. He seems like he like is starting to understand it more, right? I, think. I was just about to say, give this man some grace. You know, it's like his third year in the league. What if he's been in for that long? I, who, listen, who was like who was most recent after Kyle? Like Kyle, most recent. Who was before that? Was it Clarky? No, it might have been Rob. I guess no, or no before. I don't know. Kyle or there was the Rob. Team expansion. Remember, there we once we went to sixteen, we added Cole. We add no, no, no. Cole was in Cole? from the inception. Cole dropped out, which is why Kyle came back in. But Kyle was in and out. Remember, Kyle was in, then he dropped out, then came yeah. back in. I don't remember the timeline exactly, but Kyle, I remember, was added because Cole dropped out. Because I remember in the group chat when Cole was like, "Hey boys, I'm out," and then Kyle like sent the raising his hand emoji because he was in the group chat, but he wasn't yeah. in the league. And then yeah, it- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, maybe we got to figure this out. Let's let's go back and dig in the archives, and we'll send out something this week, Spence. We'll send yeah. out like a like a timeline of the league as far as who's yeah. been involved. Because I think it would be interesting to know. Because I think yeah, Cole. Because I think like we did it in middle school, and it was like a lot of like the Delmar guys. I think that's how it kind of initially started. So I think like like yeah. Trent, you were in at Cole, kind of, and then it just grew grew from there. But I think Nort Clarkie maybe joined a little bit later maybe i don't know that's that's who comes to mind at least but but we can go ready want to go to most underrated we can go yes. to the next the next poll so okay most underrated mitchell with three he's leading that poll dave with two so he's tied oh, for most overrated but also overrated. underrated yeah isn't that interesting and then kyle philly and e-doggy you got one all three of you guys okay. got one so with all due respect, so, with all due respect, the correct answer to that, and this wasn't my answer, but like, cause I honestly admittedly didn't fill out the form. Philly's the correct answer there, in my opinion, but Hey, no, I would agree. no love loss for anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle, Kyle slash Cole. I mean, he, his average ranking actually wasn't that bad. And he said Cole finished third one year. So, I mean, you got to give him that and Kyle won a championship. So there is some to there, but Mitchell, I feel like Mitchell's, Mitchell's always pretty good. That's the thing about Mitchell's team. Like, I don't think he he's underrated a, though. Mitchell, and this is this is a compliment to Mitchell. Actually, I don't think Mitchell's underrated. Mitchell comes in hot every year. He drafts a good team. He talks shit every. I don't think Mitchell's underrated. He's a prominent figure in yeah. the league. Yeah. I think he's perfectly rated, and he's I, just, he's just I, good. Yeah. He's good. I, yeah. Dave. I thought Dave's underrated. Like Dave's like he's had some crazy seasons this year. He finished fourth. Like like he's always pretty solid. So, and he doesn't really. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty quiet usually, but like. He knows what he's doing at this point. Exactly. Here, we did trash talker. Let's do enjoy beating. This was a fun one. So I think we all know Nate Dog easily won this one. We had some <laughs> flying. Bit- we had some flying bitchman comments in the in the poll. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also had one for each of you guys down below. We had one for Jack and one for Ethan. So I don't know. Maybe you guys voted for each other in that one, but. But yeah, no surprises there. I didn't do the poll either, to be honest. I was I was gonna do it when I got home, but then we pushed up the time. But yeah, honestly, these are all surprised to me. It's probably a good thing Ethan and I didn't fill this out because that would be the radical left media taking down, (laughs) taking over the poll. The radical left media. 
<laughs> the radical left, Ethan Rice and Gautred Bally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. They are undermining oh, the success undermining the league. of the Flying <laughs> Dutchman. I'm done. Jack. I would agree though. It is it is fun to be named though. Let that be said. It Jack, do you do you, do you care to disclose your vote in that department? Yeah, no, I, I voted for Nate Dog in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. I he's the most fun to beat. Yeah, he's the most fun to beat. I put him too. But Jack and Ethan, you guys are fun to beat too. I I can't lie. If I you yeah. too, I I can What do you guys what people. do you guys think about what I'm about to say? I think Nate. So I guess like you had to kind of grow up and like know Nate enough to kind of understand this. But I think the way that Nate, I want to say the word precludes, but I know that's not a word, but the way that he like exudes himself is like, he's this guy that just knows a lot about sports. Like he, he like, when he comes like when you meet him and you like get to know him, he's like a sports, like fanatic savant level type of dude. So I think when you beat him, you like know that you bested him. Like in his like sports knowledge in a way, so that that's the satisfaction that I get out of it at least, is because I know that like he's like in the books, you know, he's doing the like the practice stuff, and and beating Nate is just a little bit extra satisfaction because I'm like all that research didn't do nothing for you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I and just like that, he like I mean in high school, dude, all the time he was just like would talk so much I mean, he could he won the like, three titles in a row in high school like he just talked yeah shit that three ring thing up. man the three peat oh jeez his his trophy shelf's a little dusty though bro it's been a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's been a little I mean, bit are you, you, gonna able, you gonna be able to get your hands on that hardware Ethan I've I've made some arrangements all right yeah <laughs> yeah the thing though the thing that i didn't know though is people stopped putting their nameplates on it so i, I don't I know like... why why that stopped but are we i think philly's the plug on that i think philly knows the guy who can get the <laughs> well well kyle kukla kyle kukla has the trophy right now we've already been in contact uh he said he'd send it over but he said he would take it to a trophy shop and see if we could get a quote on the nameplates but uh, yeah. I, I agree i want to get that back into place so once we get oh, that wait, wait. figured out, then it will be sent right over. All right, one more thing shipping. before you go, Trent. What did did you did everybody pay you, Ethan? Like, yep. I, oh, okay. It went pretty swiftly this year, actually. It did. <laughs> it was like, I yeah. usually it's not. We're talking about Lance Adif. Oh my gosh! Dude, and then you would like you would like I deliver. Remember. A cell phone box full of cash. You'd be like, Who's the bro, I used to get cash in some shady ways. I think somebody dropped it off my mailbox one time. <laughs> <laughs> like in an envelope. And it just yeah. said commish on it. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> laundering money. Like, yeah. Ethan's a fucking drug lord. By the way, yeah. that, that is so poetic how, Ethan, you finally won. Because you've been the commissioner. You've been the one like facilitating the cash flow. For a year, yeah. for a decade now, and like yeah. you finally won, and now everyone paid you. Ironically, the uh, world of right, Remo. exactly. So something, something that like I experienced this because I'm the one that handles the money every year. But I don't, I don't pay until the very end when I know I didn't win it. So like I don't put the money in my account. Like it stays in my Venmo, and I literally. And here's the thing too that people don't realize. I don't use Venmo. Like I'm not a Venmo guy. I only use it for like this fantasy football league. So, like, when people pay, like, that money just sits there, which I don't know, Jack. Maybe you can tell me if that's not a good idea. But it just sits there. And, like, I don't upload the money until I know that I don't lose. So, this was a satisfying year where, like, I won. And I was like, eh, 
I don't got to take $25 out of my account, put it in there. So it, it was cool. But um, yeah, it just sits there untouched, collecting dust. I mean, you're chilling, you're chilling until we start like up in the ante to like a thousand a year, you know? Oh, yeah. A thousand a person. Yeah. <laughs> Next We're going to have to get that in yeah. cash yeah. and yeah. put it in a safe. <laughs> 16 grand going your way. That's not bad. When I die, I put my money in that crack. money. If, if if we start paying a grand, that money's for sure gonna come in an envelope, name <laughs> in the in the mailbox, bro. The government's gonna be tapping my wires for sure. Mom's did you two? Did you two have like a prearrangement? In the let's finals? let's talk. Let's talk about mm. that. Oh, That's yeah. a great question. That. That's a great question. So, E, I'll tell this story and then I want your perspective on it because so what happened was Ethan approached me. He was like, so, so you know before the championship of course he was like so how are we doing this at the time i mean i was projected to win by like 15 and i was just like dude honestly and i this is honest to god i, I was like ethan dude i'm cool splitting it 50 50 we did the podcast like we're here to be in the final against you was an honor i was like the real prize is your name on the plaque blah 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 so i was like i'm cool with 50 50 i said your call on how you want to split this and i said that knowing that i at the time had a this was before ethan's who, who went off for you on Thursday Night Football, by the way? Who was that? I mean, Elijah Moore had 15. Elijah Moore, the Browns guy. Yeah, but this was before that even. I was just like, I was supposed to win. I was supposed to win handily. And this was before Mostert was out, all that shit. And I was just like, Ethan, your call, bro. Like, I'm cool going 50-50. Let me know. Ethan was like, yeah, I respect what you said, whatever. Let's go 300-100. And I was like, you know, that's. That's fine. Let's do it. So we went. I got a hundred bucks. Ethan got three hundred. Ethan, if you care nice. to comment on that, go for it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, when Trent when Trent said what he said, he based. I mean, long story short, he basically talked about how the the pride and the honor was more than the money, which I a hundred percent like agree with. I think especially this year, it was more about the money. Um, just for like circumstances like that might have arisen in the chat, like people saying it was controversial, or whatever. I just figured there should be like a winner and a loser with the money as well. I didn't want people to think that was like something that was just like kind of cheap on like I don't want people hit put it this way. If like I'm paying money, you know, I want to see somebody win that money. And so like I didn't want to make it seem like their money just went to like the loser in a sense. But I, I was like, you know, I have like 300, 100, like I'm good with either one of those, like whatever. And uh, yeah, I mean, so we split it 300, 100. But yeah, I didn't think I was going to win really. And this is what happened. No, it was, it was, uh, if, if I can toot both of our horns, Ethan, it was very humble on both of our, because I was just like, dude, I don't really care. And I was like, I, it's your call. And then Ethan, as the underdog, was like, 300, 100, let's do it. So we did. And Ethan ended up making it out with $300. God damn it. Way it did. That's how <laughs> that worked out. But yeah, good question, Jack. <laughs> Spence, what else we got? Okay, we did. We do some of the like lesser ones. We did NFL player. Like, who would you pick first next year? Two for Tyreek, two for CMC, one for Jay Jetta. And then we got Antonio Brown got a vote. Maybe. Yeah. We got Tim Tebow got a vote, and then uh, <laughs> Dalvin Cook got a vote. That was uh, that was the number one picks for next year. Let's see, <laughs> team name, team name. Uh, I got team name, so I got three. Philly got one. Gav got one. Jack, you got one, and uh, and Tebow got one. So hey, let me say this: nice. I I don't Spence. I'm not taking anything away from you. I don't really think there's anything. 
I think your logo is what makes the name so hilarious. It's, it's that yeah. it's Trump's mugshot. <laughs> and that was like around the time when that was happening. I mean, it was still like a month old or whatever. But like when 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 you made that your logo and you had been the Honolulu hot dogs for like eight years. Forever. So, so when you changed to that and then that was your logo, that was the nail in the coffin, man. That was great. Yeah, I just I was looking for something new because I mean Honolulu hot dogs. It was getting a little old to be honest. I needed something new, yeah. and uh, right when I saw that photo, I was like, I gotta incorporate this. That would just be too funny. So I was glad. I was glad. Hey, we had a good season, so it, the logo did as well. Um, and let's see, what's the? I think that was all of them. And then I did the the. Let's see. I did the um what the dynasty people were not really for the dynasty, which I agree with. I did divisions and that was interesting. 75% said yes, we should keep divisions. 25% yeah. now. So I think the I think the format this year was good. I think adding the wild cards was important instead of just doing top 2 in each division. I think it was important that we switched over to wild cards there cuz then it's truly, you know, the next couple teams who are good enough. Yeah, Which no one reasonable. really gets screwed. Yeah, nobody gets yeah. screwed. And I like having, I don't know, some people, I guess, didn't like the I like the divisions. I think it's fun playing. Like, because those games are, like, huge games. Like, when I was playing Nate, we were in the same division. I was like, this is, like, this is, like, a playoff game almost. That's, like, the feel yeah. of those weeks. So, I, I personally like it. I'll say this. I think everyone likes the divisions. We definitely got to figure out the schedule thing. Because I played Trevor four times in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, we only play, I mean, 12 times in, in 14 weeks or whatever. Or four times in 14 weeks. Like that's almost like, I mean, that's like a, a, a quarter of the season. So we'll figure that out, but you know, we got all off season to figure that out. Luckily we got a happy commissioner to do so. I will say this too, though. I think, what do y'all think about this? What if we keep the same divisions that we had this year? That was, I think that was the debate back at home. Yeah. Whether to do like new divisions really? or keep the same, but go ahead, Trent. I mean, well, I know no, Spencer I just, had talked about this, but like, yeah, that, the boys back in Grand Rapids were kind of talking about like, should we keep the same divisions or switch it up? I just think that's a compromise between doing the dynasty thing where you keep your whole team and then like fresh every year. I think it's cool if like there's somewhat of a like year in year out basis of like who you're playing and who's your rival and that kind of thing and who you're competing against, but also not having the same team. So it kind of is like, you know, it's managers had, to, I don't, that's just my thought. Some people might hate that idea, but I think that'd be cool if we keep the divisions from this year and, you know, scrap the dynasty thing. Um, I like that. Cause then like everyone, like you get like real rivalries, like the people in your division year in, year out, those year after year. So I, I like it. I think that'd be fun. I would personally am for that. Per, like, yeah. And uh, might I just say, I just love and it warms my heart that you guys actually talk about things like that back in Grand Rapids. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> because because that's like, honestly, like what, like I want you guys, because it used to frustrate me so bad because I feel like I was making these decisions and I didn't really know what people thought about it. And I was just like, whatever, like whatever happens is going to happen, I guess. But the fact that like people are actually like having these conversations, like now we can work towards a common goal here. Like we've we can, if people want the same divisions, I'm all down for that. You know, I, like Spencer said, I love the idea of like, you know, keeping track of the records, like Ethan versus Philly is like 50, 50 over the course of five years, like something like that or something. I don't know. I just think it would add to the statistical engagement. It would add to the entertainment of the league for sure. I love it. I think you should do um, like another one of those <clears throat> like preseason, uh, like conferences. 
Um, oh yeah, for sure. Did. And then like at that point, like if you join or you don't join, then like anything you have to say is just irrelevant during the season, you know? So come to that yeah. with, keep the conversation open until then, but then we do that meeting and put things in stone and then that's, that's law. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally 100% down for that. That meeting, by the way, last summer was beautifully chaotic. Everyone just joins. Everyone's like, we got background noise going off. People's connection doesn't work. Everyone's just like spewing shit as Ethan's like unveiling the draft order. <laughs> so I hope that tradition it's usually how it goes. Yeah, I, usually, I like it usually that. wraps yeah. up with Brad, Brad at some point in the background being like, hmm. Or making some weird noise. <laughs> like he, his, whenever his pick gets announced, it's like minus five hundred odds. He's gonna be like, yeah, or something, something like that. Some just noise. <laughs> just like a, like a, an inaudible grunt. Just kind of like, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, he's smiling because he has the best smile yeah. in the world. Um, Jack, before we let you go, is there anything you want to say? I'll give you the floor. Well, just um, thanks both of you guys uh, for you know putting this together. Uh, you know, you know how much I appreciate y'all for doing this, and um, just everybody else listening. Like it was, a, it was a great year, and looking forward to the next one. Hope everybody. Uh, you know, makes it back for the next one. Uh, nobody drops. Everybody stays in. Uh, maybe a possible 20-team expansion. Oh, <laughs> <We can shit. laughs> no, but, like, everybody in there right now is, is is beautiful. So, appreciate you guys having me on now. And I'll just finish with saying congratulations, E-Doggy Dog. Look at your split. Get that dub. And um, go blue. All love, brother. Go blue. All right, guys. Jack, we love yeah. you. Yeah, love you, Jack. Bye, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Jack, for joining us, of course. Now, next, we have a couple voice memos to rip through to end this incredible season, the immaculate season. We first have a voice memo from the Miami Stack himself, Mr. Zach Fillmore. Take a listen. Hello, hello. Manager of the Filipinos here. After just a disastrous, gut-wrenching week after week, just literal gay-ass season here. Filipinos were in some dark, dark, dark spots, spaces this year. I mean, top five points scored, second most against, just absolutely criminal. I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers here, but next year Filipinos are just prime for some regression to the mean action and points against. I mean, it was just absolutely insane. I mean, not taking any shots here, but you know, take a look, take a little look at the at least amount of points scored against this year. The bottom three, you know, just happen to be sitting on this podcast, happen to be the top three finishers. But you know, neither here nor there. I'll leave it short here. Just some lessons were learned this year. I'll tell you that. Time is healing some of this pain, but. Maybe it'll heal it all at some point. Who knows? Probably not. Peace. All right. Just an outrageous performance from Philly on that call-in. That, I mean, that was the first time I've listened to it. But, oh, my gosh, was that not everything we were hoping for out of the kid? 
That was that was the moment of the season for this podcast. Philly, by the way, I mean, I'm going to edit this in so you won't hear our real-time reactions. We were laughing our ass off that whole time. Me, me Spence, and Ethan. That was incredible. Yeah. I love I love the the saltiness combined with the the the, the, the hunger. The hunger, <laughs> Philly. You're coming back next year with a vengeance. No, in in all seriousness, Philly, I mean, I talked about you earlier in the podcast. I think a lot of people have a respect for you for the operation you run over there. So I, I hope you get it right next year. I really do. But it's going to be a long few months for you. Yeah, and he'll he'll hear the first part of his podcast. So we're actually singing his praises quite a yes, bit. Yes, right, um, right. And then it, it was just – there. I think there was just a couple of phrases we got to highlight in there. Just opening, up with, opening <laughs> up with gay ass just set the tone <laughs> for the whole, for the whole this, memo. This gay ass season. <laughs> yeah. And then – Talking about, I think he said regression to the mean. I think yeah. I heard a, a business phrase in there. <laughs> That's outrageous, man. Philly, that was just a banger of a call. Um, totally, we probably deserve the call out for the points against, you know, being being on this pod. I, I know I 100% do, but it, hey, it is what, what it is. What, you it know is what, what though? In a, in a 16 man league and a full season, Waterfine just level. If you don't score points against me, you don't score points. It is what it is. I'm not giving yeah. anyone an inch on that. It is what it is. I blew a lot of people out. I scored 200 points this season in a game. I don't want to hear any – Ethan, I'm sure you can you can concur. I don't want to hear anyone complaining about points against when, Ethan, you put you and I both put up 140 in the championship. How are you? Yeah. It was we, – we did what we did in the playoffs, so Philly can't talk much about that. I mean, but Philly, I mentioned it earlier, like I was an inch away from not making it. You know, so I, I understand your frustrations. I'm sure you're losing sleep 100%, losing some hair, maybe in the process. But um, it is what it is, Philly. Sorry about it, but not really that sorry about it. Per per having Jack on, you've mentioned that we might be having the same divisions. And if that's the case, Philly, I look forward to this rivalry that we continue to build for years and years upon. Anything it is from the you, inception. Boys? The inception of another great rivalry spence do you have any thoughts on philly's voice memo before we get to the next one i i just love the honesty from it it was so much it was so raw and emotional it was nothing held back i can only imagine yeah i can only imagine a season like that that's that's the i'd rather have the skirt than a season like that if i'm being completely honest i'd rather get 16th and just get my heart broken week in week out and know that you should be there but aren't so translation spencer says i'd rather die on my feet than on my knees and i agree Mm. I completely Respect. agree. So with that, let's get to our next voice memo sent by one Chips Fever manager slash governor slash head coach slash general manager and former champion, of course, North House. I'll be the first to admit it. Chips Fever, not the best year. Took a chance on Delvin Cook. Took a chance on a rookie wide receiver. But you know, life's about taking chances. Because what's life without chances? Love you, boys. God bless America. God bless Josh Allen. And kiss my ass, Robbie. Again, just an absolute banger out of the kid. Um, <laughs> getting insightful. A little, a little introspection in there. Talking about life is about taking chances. And sure enough, Nort, you took a lot of chances this year. A lot of them didn't pan out. And yeah, love the love the voice memo. Thanks for sending that in. And yeah, cheers to Josh Allen. 
And the, the slight to Rob at the end, the slight mm -hmm. to Rob at the end, unnecessary or maybe the most necessary. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, credit to Chris for standing this ground, being honest. You know, a wise man once told me, if a man ain't honest, he ain't shit. So, Chris, Chris, for you to come on here and at least send something in, even though you wouldn't join the podcast, is what it is. Chris, I had plenty of dialogue about Chris throughout the season. Chris is my rival. During rivalry week, that's who I meet. Um, I've now lost two championships. I was against Ethan in the second one, Chris in the first. So, Chris, I'd love nothing more than to see you back at the top. So, interesting offseason. We'll see how you retool. And last but not least, indeed, God bless Josh Allen. Go Bills. Go Bills. Bills Mafia. Yeah, I, I mean, there was a confidence to his to his uh, demeanor there. That's a champ talking. Like, he knows he knows what he is and what he isn't. So. He's very self-aware. He knows the temperature in the room. He does. Yeah. He doesn't have to hide it. He knows what he knows what a champ does and what a champ doesn't do. But hey, it's just a down year. He took some swings. It is what it is. What are you gonna do? And you know what? If if we're if we're being honest here, I mean, out of the bottom four, who's really willing to face the music? You know, Nort Nort pulled his pants up and he faced the sunlight for what it was. So got to respect that. Haven't heard anything from the other three on the bottom there. So a lot of respect to you for that as well, Chips Fever. I think that's all I got in terms of the voice memos. Do you guys have anything else? Spence, I want to give I want to give Spence the floor because I think as someone who Spencer, this was of course your idea to do this episode. I, Ethan and I probably would have done some sort of half-ass, well, 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 40-minute podcast and the season. <laughs> Spence, Spence, you really pushed this. And as someone who you know, has been on the podcast now three times. I want to turn it to you. Do you have any final thoughts on the season before we do have one more grand finale surprise for the people? But Spence, what you got to say? Yeah. Well, first off, I'll start at this. I had, I had a text from one of our managers, one of our fellow managers here. Uh, the sheriff had a, a few thoughts to share. He couldn't make it on the pod, but he wanted to say, quote, tra training for my comeback year. Hammer comeback team of the year 2024, end quote. So there's there's a uh, Clarky thoughts for, for next All year. Right. Well, hey, so. for what it's worth, Clarky, I love you to death. I am not touching Clarky. Not touching it. Comeback year. I'm not doing it. I, I, <laughs> I mean, his odds are not looking good. I'd Vegas put my is not like Clarky. I would say I'd put my money on Ethan to repeat. I'd put my money on Lance Adif to win comeback player of the <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, before, before you put it on Clarky. <laughs> right, so I just have to get that out of the way. But, no, I was just glad we could wrap it up like we did tonight. We had a bunch of guys on. A bunch of the voice memos were hilarious. Uh, yeah, and I think it is it is fitting that you two starting, like, the, the pod this year. I mean, this is the first year we've had, like, this level of engagement, I feel like. And it just makes it so much more fun. We well, by the way, thing. how many how many guys, Ethan, are going to try to jump the gun on us and release a podcast before the before the draft next year? There's going to be two guys that put their heads together, like, "Hey, we're going to the final because Ethan and Trent did it." Let's let's start a podcast. <laughs> Maybe Robbie and Brad. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the guys that need it the most. Yeah, if you're desperate enough to do it. But that's why like, it was. It's awesome that you two got to like have that, and it was like the best final we've had. It was a a great playoffs, a great season. I don't know, just super fun. I I had a great year. You, we all had a great year in this pod. It was just, I don't know. I was just glad to be a part of it. And now that we have like some history and some years, like it's it's fun to look back now and see like the 
the year after year, like the stats will add up and everything will add up. And it also, I always say this to people like I, I went to school with at like MSU or something, but like having this and we're all so close still because of this pod, I feel like the league is a big part of it, but I think that that is really awesome. So like we all like come back to this, we all like value this and value what it is, but it, it brings us, it connects us, it brings us all together. And, and I hope too, I think it would be a fun tradition if we try to do like a golf weekend every year for the draft or try something like to get as many guys yeah. together. I think that'd be fun just doing traditions like that, but but no shit, you guys, you guys killed it this year with the pod. I remember because what was the first episode, and what was like, what was like the idea? Who like sparked the well, idea, and what did it? I'm glad you brought that up, Spence. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to read verbatim how the conversation went. E, I hope you don't mind if I just do this, but Go ahead, I bro. think it it was the inception was it was Friday, September eighth at about six nineteen p.m. My phone says, and Ethan sent me a two minute twenty second voice memo reacting to the podcast that I do with my buddies about Detroit sports. Ethan's been a loyal listener since we started it in 2018, and I love you for that, my brother. But um, I responded to that by just saying, like, you know, whatever, commenting on what he said. And then I said, which reminds me, I have a potential great idea. You and I should do a short weekly podcast on our fantasy football league that we can just send out to the guys. Maybe 20, 30 minutes. That didn't work out. Just whip around the league recap each matchup and give predictions for the upcoming week. It would be like the weekly notes on steroids. We could also rotate in a third guy here and there and do head ass interviews. It would, it would be hilarious if we had the time for it. Sip on that idea and let me know what your thoughts are. Ethan got back with me a minute later said, bro, that would be elite. <laughs> and then, and then it just went from there. So, I mean, it was, it, it honestly was both of our, I mean, I never would have wanted to do it with any, anyone else other than Ethan. I don't know why Ethan popped into my head, probably because they're the commissioner and you're so well-spoken and you sent me that voice memo on the, on the deal or whatever. But like the weekly notes typed up last year was just as, I mean, it was great. Everyone enjoyed that. They got into it. And I think that's what, I don't know. It gave me the idea of like, dude, if we do a podcast, people will probably really get into it. They'll want to come on and, and Spence, to your credit, you've been on three times. So Ethan, I'll turn it over to you, but that's kind of how, I mean, it was really both of our idea. It just kind of happened out of yeah. thin air. We didn't really know what to think at first, but here we are. Exactly. Thanks everyone for the engagement all year. It was fun. Totally. I remember like the, when Trent first like brought that idea forth, like you could obviously see I responded a minute after, but like, I just like felt it was like the, it was the best idea I never had type of thing where I was just like, how did I not like think of this? Like, this is such a great idea. Like if, cause like, you know, obviously, you know, weekly notes, it, it was a lot sometimes and like having other people write, it was fun every once in a while, but you know, we had to keep up with the times a little bit and the podcast. And I know Trent's background in journalism and, broadcast journalism especially and like i know his love for like the podcast area and i like i feel like i'm not too bad in front of a camera either so like i thought that it would for sure like be like pretty electric and pretty entertaining and i and i was just like the conversations that we had going back and forth leading up to it were just like very hype we just like had so many ideas i feel like trent like coming out like we it was just like the energy in the room was like dude we like we should do this like we should do this like we should have so and so on we should do a mental well, all. like also, it was just like all these i want to give you credit e not not to interrupt because ethan's i the big contribution ethan brought was throne room doghouse that was all ethan's idea and that was he even named it that which was amazing and ethan the last thing i'll say is like 
you did a fantastic job at this and you might have a future in this if it's something you want to do. But, you know, I, I just, I absolutely great. I don't really know what else to say, man. It was a lot of fun. I'm sure we'll, I, I have no plans to cancel this. I don't think it's getting canceled for a second season. So maybe we'll just keep the train moving. Yeah, um, I mean, me and Trent, I don't know, Trent, if we should be like teasing the possibility of possibly what we've been talking about. It has been talked about. Me and Trent have potentially talked about just starting a broad sports podcast with some of the similarities that we do here and kind of just like opening up to not just fantasy football, but just more than that. Um, just talk so no, nothing serious has been put into place. Obviously, me and Trent are pretty passionate guys. Like, yeah, we're we're kind of far apart on the money aspect. My agent and Ethan's agent don't really agree <laughs> right now. Yeah, but um, that's something that we could potentially get. So if you guys like, is if that's something you guys would want to watch or listen to, like, obviously hit us up with some like words of encouragement. Because if that's something we know you guys would listen to, then maybe that would kind of fuel us a little bit more. But they're just talks right now. We haven't really done anything to get the ball moving. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I mean, this was such a fun time. I cannot wait for the first episode next year. It's going to be guns a blazing, you know, preseason rankings, things like that. So it's going to be awesome. Well, with that, I want to leave everyone on a brand new, a New Year's resolution note, if you will. We have some breaking news. We have been biting our tongue, but I promise this will not disappoint. I'm just going to hit the tape. Happy New Year, everybody. We love you. This is the final words you will hear from the weekly notes from Boys Out of College in 2024. Until the next football season, we love you. Here you go. Hi, fellas. What's going on? First off, I'd like to congratulate my man Ethan on the fabulous win this season, this 2023 year of our Lord's season of the Fantasy Football League. Uh... Yeah, I don't got much on my mind, but I got one thing to say. I've been holding my silence for all season long. I've been seeing this bullshit every week with Jack and Clarky saying their same old beats, sticking to the same old song, and it's getting annoying. I just want to let all the fellas know, I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it's next year. But I don't make, I'm going to make my return. And when I do, I will not only be crowned the Man of the Year Award, which already holds my name, but I will also be crowned champion because that is what the antics do. That is the dynasty that I laid the foundation for. And that is what I keep in mind when I want to return to this freaking league. So congrats, Ethan. Live it up. Hope you get that trophy soon, brother. But I'm going to take it from you one of these years. Love y'all.